MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcasts app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that. It's The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest this evening is an Emmy award-winning comedian you know from her stand-up specials, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Blackish. Her new Netflix sitcom, The Upshaws, returns this week for its second season. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Wanda Sykes! It has been you. a year since you've, uh, you've been on the show. Uh-huh. Where, where you been, Wanda? Oh. You've been doing Seth, haven't you? You've been over I've... at Seth. I've, well, shh. no, no I, I've been all over the place. You know, we, we shot the second season of Upshaws and, uh, and everything, and uh, just been, you know, busy, go out touring a little bit. Mm-hmm. How, are you, yeah. how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm a black gay woman, and I have a daughter, so I'm not doing so well right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a little salty. You're a little salty? I'm a little salty right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll sprinkle a little yeah. salt. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put some flavor it on here. It just sucks, man. It, it, it really does. I mean, you know, it's like the, the country, it's no longer a democracy, right? I mean, we're, it's, no, it's no longer majority rule. No, certainly no, not right? in the Senate, certainly yeah. not in the representation it's, of the it's, Supreme it's Court. Not, yeah. It's not, it's no longer majority rule. And, and I mean, it's like the, these judges that just... I, they, they basically lied when they were, you know, being doing their confirmation hearings, right? right. Yeah. Especially Kavanaugh. Yeah. So how you how can you be a Supreme Court justice and you just and you just lying? You know what? They had their fingers crossed or something or what? I mean, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's just it's just a bunch of horse. Shit. It really is. Yeah. Well. Last stand up. Go ahead. Well, no, please, ma'am. No, I'm, it, it, well, to me, it's like the problem is that middle stuff. It's, it's those states in the middle, that 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 red stuff. Mm-hmm. Why, why do they get to tell us what to do when the majority of us live out, you know, New York, California, and we're paying for all this crap, really? I mean, right? Yeah. We're, we're yes. footing the bill. Well, that's that's the union. It, it's yeah. supposed to be a representative democracy, but it turns out to be minority rule right now. Right, right. But if we fit in the bill, you know, and 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 like California, if it were a country, be what the like the fifth largest 
yeah. fourth, fifth largest economy. So if, you know, if I'm fitting the bill, know your position. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, for real. Like, look, if I say, hey, let's go out to dinner, you don't get to pick the restaurant. Just shut up and eat. <laughs> Your last, your last special was called Not Normal. Right. Which is how you were describing sort of the upsetting nature <laughs> of, of the country. What, what, <sighs> how, how do things, how, how is the normal now? Well I, well, I was way off the mark, huh? I thought that was not normal. You jumped this the gun. It's crazy. I jumped the gun. Yeah. I, ju I, I guess, uh, if, I think things would be normal, like, if uh, people, especially elected officials who tried to overthrow an election if they went to jail, that would feel normal, I think. That would... Yeah. That... We have to take a quick break. When we come back, I will ask Wanda about her earliest memories of doing comedy. Stick around. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You're back on tour, which yes, must feel good. It does. After being off tour for so long. Mm -hmm. um, because these are the greatest people in the world. Yes, they know. are. And you may not be able to pinpoint the moment, but why did you want to get into comedy? Is do you, do you have like a seminal moment for you? You know, I just remember growing up and watching all those great, you know, variety shows we had. You know, growing up, you know, Smothers Brothers and uh, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, Flip Wilson, all that, and um, and just just sitting with the family and laughing and listening to my grandmother laugh, my mother laugh. And I, I just, that always just stayed with me. And then, you know, as I, after college and everything, um, I just hated every job that I had. And uh, <laughs> this was like, this is not what I'm going to be doing the next 40 years. Come on. Um, so I just end up being a raging alcoholic if I stay here this long. Mm -hmm. You uh, can do both. I can do both. Yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah, A lot yeah. of people do. So, yeah. yeah, so I just remembered, like, how much I love comedy and how much I love making people laugh. And do you have I, early memories of making people laugh? Uh, yeah. I, I, I knew I had something when, um, I think I maybe was in, like, the sixth, seventh grade, and we were having a block party, and the neighbor across the street, um, older gentleman, you know, war vet, um, he, you know, he had thrown him back a little bit too much, mm -hmm. and uh, he's retired. Come on, the man fought in the war. Um, so, and he fell, and he, he bumped his 
cracked his head open, basically. And, and all the other adults were kind of, you know, a little sloshed, too. So it was one woman who was sober, and, uh, and they, they was like, wanted to go with her to, to take him onto the military base, because, you know, my dad's military. So it was like, go and show her how to get there and all that stuff, because, you know, we didn't have the ways back then. So, um, <laughs> so we get to the, to the Army hospital, and, uh, you know, getting them checked in, and the, and the doctors asked, he said, look, uh, you know, we have his records, but is there anything else we should, we should know about him? And I was like, well, I wouldn't put him near an open flame right now. <laughs> and the doctors fell out laughing, and I was like, <laughs> I got something. Speaking of the Ed Sullivan Theater, I just found out that, that one of your um, early comedic heroes uh, actually performed here, and I've always loved her stuff, and that's Mom's Maybe. Yes. Yes. And for the, for the people who don't know, tell them who Mom's Maybe was. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my hero, uh, basically. No, comedian, I mean, she, she was, like, first started back in the, what they call the Chitlin Circuit, and, uh, and she, just, she was just really ahead of her times. I mean, the, the jokes that she would do, she was, like, one of the first comics who actually would, would talk to the audience, you know, mm-hmm. instead of uh, uh, just, like, doing, like, jokes, she would, she would say, let me tell you something, kids, or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, she, and she was, like, it was, like, self-deprecating somewhat, but it was, it was just also, like, political, um, you know, uh, she would uh, talk about social issues, just, just so, just really, really funny. Just well, you got met, to met the world play her in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I'm curious, what's that like to play one of your comedic heroes? Surreal. Surreal. Yeah. And not only did I get to play her, I got to play her on, a, on an amazing show like Ms. Maisel, and we shot it at the Apollo Theater. So I am standing wow. on the Apollo... And that was Mom's home, like, you know, Dad and, and in D.C. But, yeah. Well, your, your new Netflix, or not new, but your new season mm-hmm. of your Netflix show, The Upshaws, returns uh, for season two on Wednesday. You co-created the show. Uh, you star in it. You're an executive producer. Um, what can we expect from season two? More hilarity. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you should it's just really name the funny. show that. I know. It's, it's really funny. I love this show. I love this cast. I love the writers. Um, you know, it's, it's the Upshaws, they're, they're messy. It's the working class... Um, African American family in uh, in the Midwest, and uh, you know, starts with Mike Epps, Kim, Kim Fields, and um, yes, yeah, so it's just more 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 drama, more more comedy, just we more have mess. A, we have a clip right here. Does this need to be set up, or is it generally understood? I think you'll let's get it. Let's see. I think Jim, you'll figure it out. Let's see. Baby, we got a cereal. If I put sugar on corn chips, that's Frosted Flakes, right? <laughs> Just add a banana. Now go. I'm trying to get this place straightened out before Althea gets here. People suck. <laughs> I grabbed the last pack of markers, and this Karen came at me with a pair of safety scissors. I, I don't want to get into it, but you'll see it on the news. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, wait a minute. Where, where's the cucumber? Like I said, you'll see it on the news. <laughs> there you go. Wanda. Lovely to see you. Thank you for being here. Coming up, Tignataro.
Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game. Headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. comedian who is performing Saturday night at Carnegie Hall for the New York Comedy Festival. Please welcome Tig Notaro. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. We've never met before. I know this. Yeah, I, I knew that too, but I, I wanted to meet you because I admire your work. I love you. Oh. <laughs> Because I like you? Yes. Because <laughs> that's why I usually like people. It does, I'm an easy date. No, every, everybody loves you. Come oh, that's on. very nice. That's yeah. very nice of you to say. Um, uh, I, we have one thing in common. We're both uh, comedians uh, from the South. Yes. You're from Mississippi, I understand, and Texas? Or well, how would you say where you're from? I would say exactly that. Um, Mississippi yeah. and Texas? Yeah. I was born in Mississippi, lived there, and then we moved to Texas and... So. Like little town Mississippi, most towns in Mississippi were little. There are like only little, little towns. towns. Yeah. I know, but like, what, what what town in Mississippi? I, I was born in Jackson, and then we moved down to Pass Christian, which is mm. on the Gulf Coast. Okay. And there's probably four thousand people. Mm -hmm. But you don't have you don't have a southern accent. People ask me that all the time. How come I don't have one? Why don't you have one? Well, I've I'm not sure, but I um, <laughs> I do say a few words that are southern, like wooden, like wooden, like. Oh, I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> or um, y'all, and and then um, one time I was on well my own podcast. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a pod. <laughs> I didn't realize I was in the presence of a podcaster. Uh, yes, uh, it's no longer on, but um, oh, I'm just you I'm know so you have your podcast, I have mine. Exactly. Um, but on my podcast, I said something about you know careful, you don't want to tump that over, and everybody's. Exactly. Everybody stopped and said, I'm sorry, what? And I said, Tump, you don't, just be careful. You don't want to tump it over. And um, in that moment, I found out that Tump was not a word. And <laughs> I, like anywhere? It's not a regionalism? Or there, is it it's just southern a, dialect, but yeah. I had been just, you know, dropping Tump all around. And, um, <laughs> and I found out on the air in front of hundreds of listeners that um, that was not that wasn't a word um, well you so. said y'all you said y'all yeah and there's a thing that like people oh they all think like oh y'all yeah that means a whole group of people in the mm -hmm. south like no that's all y'all yeah there's y'all and there's all y'all oh, which I... is the collective multiple exactly you know because I can call you are y'all going and you're like yeah yeah we're, we're going and then I go what about all y'all like no 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 <laughs> Exactly. And where you're from, uh, is it North Carolina? Uh, I forgive you. I'm from South Carolina. <laughs> I'm from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even know my town. I know Jackson. But I know Mississippi. I know you, your state. But you should have known where I was from. I apologize. That's all right. Yeah. We work things through quickly. This is awkward. Well, neither of us enjoy awkwardness, so let's get out of this moment immediately.
boy. Uh, you, you are a new mother. I am. Speaking of awkward. Yes. You have, two, you have twins. I do. I Max have... and Finn. <laughs> I'll be honest, I love them so much. <laughs> and um, that was not Halloween. Now, I heard something about I heard something about you from my producer, not your hometown, evidently, but I did hear I did hear that you like to ride motorcycles, but that your wife has said that is absolutely off limits now. Yes. I uh, when we started dating, yeah. I have two vintage motorcycles yeah. that are collecting dust. And, and she won't let you ride them anymore. Yes. Are you about to surprise me with a new motorcycle? God, I wish. God, I wish. That was the case. No, no, I'm not. That's a, so what are you supposed to ride if you can't ride your motorcycles, babe? Yeah. Come on. You just need to talk to her and go, look, this is my life. Oh, I thought you were calling me, babe. No, no. You got to like, talk to her. Dude, you got to talk to her married. and say, what? Uh, I'm married. You can't be calling me, babe. It's show business. Can I call anybody, babe? Hey, babe. Yes. What's up, baby doll? Um, <laughs> I... You just touched my hand. I'm a married man. <laughs> All right? I'm flattered. I'm flattered. I am attracted to you, and I can't help myself. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> uh, so, so what does she want you to drive? Well, she doesn't want me to... She doesn't. There you go. She wouldn't and she doesn't? She wouldn't uh -huh. and she doesn't. She might could? Uh, she might could. <laughs> um... <laughs> She, she doesn't want me to drive motorcycles or my dream car, which is a Honda Odyssey. You have it? You have it? You would think a network show out. we'd have a Honda Odyssey out here. You know, that's, a real, that's a super sexy car, that minivan. Yeah. I would actually, I would drive that podium that that guy is... That is actually street legal. He I, drives that home every day. I could put Max and Finn on the top and uh, just pray they don't tump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what is it you love about the Honda Odyssey? Because it's a it has sweet a, ride. It, uh, I know. It, yeah. has, um, it has a vacuum cleaner in there. Yeah? And then... Why uh, do you need the vacuum cleaner? Um, Cheerios, goldfish. Oh. Oh, to clean out the car because of the kids. Do you know what's very easy to clean out? Motorcycle. <laughs> Strap the kids on the back of that motorcycle. I'm on your side. No, in a sidecar. Oh, okay. Little uh, scarf blown in the wind. <laughs> Now, uh, you're performing at Carnegie Hall I am. Uh, on Saturday. Is this the first time you ever played Carnegie Hall? Yeah. And Are you excited? Well, can't you tell? <laughs> well, congratulations and have a great time. Thanks for having me. It was lovely to meet you. You too. Coming up, Hannah Gatsby. Late Show Pond Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest was just nominated for two Emmys for her powerful Netflix special, Nanette. She's now performing a new show called Douglas here in New York. Please welcome Hannah Gadsby. Hello. Hello. Nice I, to have you on. It's, it's lovely to be here at the moment. 
<laughs> we'll see some, how the next few minutes... We've got some time. Exactly. Congratulations on your two Emmy nominations. Thank you. Thank Had you been nominated before for... Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm not from around here. Have you been nominated for anything? Is this your first award? Or... Oh, no, I, I, I won a, a creative writing award in grade three. Um, That's not easy. That's yeah, not easy. That's uh, real... I guess where I'm from. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I understand you're nominated in the same category as Beyonce. Yeah, but I expect John Oliver will win. Sure. Yeah. Just sweeps. <laughs> he just sweeps. <laughs> I mean, am I in the same category as Beyonce? Yeah, like, evidently, they technically, say. Technically, technically you are. Um, have you ever met her before? No, no. Are you looking forward? Because she might be there. You might get a chance to meet her. Are you looking forward to that? Well, it, yeah, I probably won't initiate. <laughs> You're hoping she comes over to you, eh? We'll leave it up to Beyonce. I think that's only appropriate. <laughs> Congratulations, belated congratulations on Nanette. You're now yes. you're very you're very famous. You're you're very you're very you're very you're very famous. You're very celebrated. Are you are you enjoying that aspect of Look, the? It's, it's new. A lot of it's new. Like I didn't expect to get fame out of Netflix, as I like to call it now. <laughs> um, cut out the middleman, you know. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but here it is. My life has changed quite a lot. Like I'm. You used kind to... of described it as like a goodbye to stand up. Like this yeah. is how you're going to end the whole. You don't thing. write a show like that and go, oh, this is going to be popular. <laughs> like it, 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 I did not read the room. Evidently, you did, though. People were desperate for somebody to... Or rather, they responded so positively to somebody being honest and being willing to be vulnerable and share their experience. Yeah, it works to my theory. I did not approach. I was retreating. <laughs> it works. Sure. Beyonce and sure. I are going to be BFFs. Yes. This, how, this is how it works. The more you pull away from yes. her, the more she's going to come towards you. Good luck with that. Good luck with you. I'll be out there. I'll, I'll watch from yep. a distance. Yep. Keep, mm -hmm. Yep. Keep yeah. the distance. I will. <laughs> From like a duck blind or something. Yeah, I'll be that's, watching you. That, that doesn't sound creepy at all. People, um, um, as I said, responded to you being willing to share um, your own intimate experiences, your feelings, the trauma that you had suffered in your life. And you don't, uh, you know, but halfway through, Nana, you lose the, um, like, sort of the sense, the need that I have to provide you a punchline behind everything I'm saying. And w I want to know, as a professional comedian, was it, were you fighting an instinct to tell the punchline in creating it? Or were you possibly fighting the instinct not to tell a punchline. Which was harder, not telling the punchline or telling the punchline? You, I have no idea what you've just asked. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering whether... I'm wondering whether you had a strong instinct to go, like, oh, I want to tell a joke here, but I'm not going to because I want to try something new. That one. That's the one. Let's not complicate it. That's, that was your instinct. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. it was really difficult to stand on stage in front of a live audience and just have tension in the air. Because when you've got tension, it's really easy to make people laugh. And I'm like, I'm wasting a real wicket here. <laughs> it's a cricket term, that one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't follow. You lost me there for a yeah, moment, Yeah, I you did. I need to too. correct yeah. my inferior dialect. Exactly. Cricket, that's the baseball game that goes on for three days? Yeah, it's really... <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew you could make baseball more boring? But 
You can. You can. You really can. Yeah. You really can. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you have a show called uh, uh, Douglas. Correct. Douglas. Um, uh, th there are punchlines in this one. Look, it's hard to say when I mean it, or, uh, but people are laughing, um, <laughs> which I'm pleased about. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting for someone to. Well, I'm talking about myself. It's interesting to me um, that uh, you know. <laughs> I'm good at words. It's my job. Yes. Um, in my, my show, I talk about uh, ha having autism, and I do do some anti-vaxxer material, mm. um, which is dangerous. But um, so I just, at the sort of end of it, I encourage people, you know, who don't want to vaccinate their children, that instead of having children, perhaps they should get a pet rock. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so, I've been making pet rocks um, to sell as merchandise. <laughs> to, to sell as uh, merchandise at overinflated prices because I made them, I've signed them, and I'm now a person What's that this people... What's going to run me? Hmm? I'll, I'll let you know in a minute. Let me do the spiel. Oh. <laughs> Didn't realize. Yeah, didn't not, realize. I'm not Sorry. a flexible thinker. Yes. Um, <laughs> I do. Anyway, um, so. Uh, you signed them? Yeah, I've signed them. I, I, I'm now matching them to people. Uh, so this one's uh, uh, Chloe with side eye from the meme. So I'm, I'm selling them at, uh, for, for a charity for uh, women and girls with autism and non-binary folk and anyone in a uh, marginalised gender, which pretty much means everyone except you, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> oh, that's a Raphael. Uh, Raphael with side eye. Um, so there, um, uh, I'll, t I'll take a hundred for each, I think. I think that I got, you know, the materials didn't cost much, but my labor, I don't think you can afford me. Um, um I'll take, I'll, I'll... Which one would you like? Um, I'd like Raphael, if you know Would that. you just? Yes. Classic. <laughs> I feel criticized. Oh, do you? Yes. Oh, see, that's tone. I have issue with tone. <laughs> I meant warmth. My, f my voice said cold. <laughs> it's a lifelong issue. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Podshow listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.